Hey guys, you know what I really love? I love it when my guy waits for me to come so we could come at the same time. <laughs> but that rarely happens because there's an orgasm gap. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys. But that's okay because I have a solution for you and that is Promescence Delay Spray. Promescence Delay Spray is not just for guys with PE. It is for any guy that wants to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out, all right? And it's not going to transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I am obsessed. They're warming gel. They also sell buzzing gel. They have lube. They sell condoms. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent and go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon to get all your Promescent products. They have free shipping. They have a 60 day money back guarantee and your package is going to arrive discreetly. So no one's going to know what the F you bought. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. You can also find me at Strict Anonymous on YouTube. YouTube is a great place to go and subscribe to my show if you want to talk about the episodes. We get in all kinds of conversations over there, which is fun for me. I love YouTube for that. Uh, but if you're listening on a podcast app, also make sure to follow my show. Give me a five-star review if you love my show. If you want to be on the show, it's a called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous. I change everybody's voices. You could call me from a phony number, email me from a phony email. I don't need to know who you are. Uh, but if you have an interesting, secret, naughty, or not secret, just naughty, or just interesting life story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, you could be on the show. And if you don't want to be anonymous, you don't have to be anonymous either. Uh, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be on the Show. I also have a confessions line. If you have a confession, you want to just get off your back or your chest, whatever it's called. <laughs> While remaining anonymous, I changed the voices there too. I air those on my Patreon. You could call my confessions hotline anytime, 347-420-3579, 347-420-3579. If you want to talk to me because you have a problem and you don't have anyone else you want to talk to, or you want to talk about your interesting, naughty life, but you don't want it to be aired, I offer that service. Mostly those kinds of calls are like advice calls, people who need advice on private uh, issues they're having. <laughs> I think I give good advice. I love those calls because I like nothing better than to analyze and help people with their problems. So if you want to talk to me on the DL, I offer that too. Go to the description, click on the link or email me. There's a link in the description that you could click on and book directly or email me, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. So today... I have on Jade's husband. Remember Jade? She called in recently. Her episode was episode 582. Jade and her husband hire escorts to live out their fantasies. Okay. Well, her husband was supposed to come on the show together with her, but he called in separate. And let me tell you, he does not disappoint. Now, if you haven't heard Jade's episode, go listen to it. It's just as interesting and totally different. Even though they're telling the same story, it's totally different because Jade's story is from the female's perspective, how she felt being with another woman, how she felt with being with other men in front of her husband and all that kind of good stuff and what got her off and what she was turned on by. And this episode is all about all of those situations, but from the guy's point of view. And what's interesting about 
Thomas's, his name is Thomas, did I say that yet? <laughs> Thomas's point of view is that he was not the typical guy that you would think would be like, oh, let's open up our relationship and fuck other people. I mean, because this guy was very insecure. He really felt like when he hooked up with Jade that he got like the best girl he could ever get. He was always paranoid. She'd go for someone better or leave him for someone else. And now here the same guy is letting his wife fuck like hotter guys than him with bigger dicks, big muscle guys. And he explains that whole journey, that whole process, why he lets her and actually prefers the guy to be the big muscly guy with the bigger dick than him. He's got a reason for that. And it's all super fascinating. Like I said, if you didn't listen to her episode, go listen to it because it stands alone. And this one is like a whole new story, even though it's the same story because it's from his perspective. He has one like top of the mountain scenario that stands out about each one of their experiences. He goes and talks about those. He explains the hookups in detail. He gets very graphic. He talks about all their foreplay and all the working up to the threesomes with the escorts that they have and what each one of those experiences was like. Like I said, he talks a lot about the foreplay, not just the reclaiming sex. A lot of times we talk about how the reclaiming sex is so great and everyone focuses on that. He talks about how the days and weeks ahead of time where they're just planning to do this is such a turn on, almost even better than the reclaiming. So he talks about that. He talks about the role playing that they did before they got into it, how he felt the first couple times. He gets very graphic about everything that went down and what he loved about it. Top of the mountain for him is seeing his girl with another guy. And he does talk about that. And like I said, he explains why he prefers guys that are bigger than him, more muscly. He says muscly (laughs) than him. It's all super interesting. They only sleep with high-end escorts. They want everything to be transactional. He explains why that works. He explains all their rules that they have and why that works for them. They just started doing this. They're kind of newbies, but they've had hot experiences, and he's here to talk all about it, and I think his story is just as interesting as his wife's story, but different. Like I said, even though it's the same story, it's different because it's from his point of view, and you're going to like his point of view. He said in more pictures of Jade. I have even more odd pictures of her, the more professional pictures. She's hot. He talks about how hot she is. If you want to see how Hot she is. You can go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is in the description. I'm going to be right back on with Thomas. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Thomas. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Very excited. I had your wife on recently. Her name was Jade. She was on to talk about the fact that you guys recently opened up your relationship. You're seeing escorts, only escorts. That works for you guys, which I thought was an interesting angle. High-end escorts. You go for the best. She gets hot guys. I mean, she sent me pictures. Um, yes, she does. Yeah. And you went from being, I think, what I, from what I remember, you went from being a very jealous guy to a guy that like loves to see his girl with other guys. So that's the story I want to hear uh, about from you because you know you didn't come on that first episode we already heard from her experience but what about the guy you know what made you want to open up your relationship and then how did you go from being jealous to being turned on yeah it was like it's a really good question and it's something that I've thought about a lot but it's it's hard to put in words but I'll do my best it's when you're with somebody like oh, I don't know, you've seen her pictures, like she's amazingly beautiful. She's a 10 out of 10. I'm not a 10 out of 10. I'm, you know, six or seven at best. And to get someone like her <laughs> oh is like, like a dream come true. Like, you know, it, it's a, it's really amazing. And you've got someone like that and you don't think you deserve her. Let me tell you one thing that somebody once told me, and I think that this is very true and you're proving the point. He told me, you know what, Kathy, this is how, this is, 
who guys marry when they finally meet the one girl that they think is the hottest girl that they could ever get that's the girl they marry you know what i mean like you found that yeah, girl 100 percent. i found her yeah i didn't let her go yeah. we spent every minute together because you're like i could never get her she's out of my league <laughs> oh yeah i didn't yeah. think i had a chance like we were friends and it was like because we worked together and that was it and i was like i didn't think she had any interest in me whatsoever and you know things happen and then all of a sudden you're in the situation of like well this is just crazy and i've only had previously like one partner before her so i'm very inexperienced and i've got this beautiful person who everyone's running after and it's like well how did this happen and you become insecure at first because you're not sure where it's got to go and you don't want to lose it so that's like where I started. So what you're saying is even be way before any of this started, you started off this relationship insecure kind of in every way. I mean, you were just paranoid that you weren't good enough in bed. You were paranoid that she would not stay with you because you weren't good enough. And so it is interesting to go all the way from that to where you are now. <laughs> yeah. And look, you ask anyone who knows me, that's like who I am. I'm that quiet guy that everyone might know, but you know, no one calls up and wants to go out with. I'm that quiet guy. Yeah. He might be around and they're like, oh, yeah, he's around. So I'm not that overpowering person. And, you know, she's very outgoing, draws attention wherever she goes. You know, she's the center of attention. And that, that's good because I don't want that attention. And I'm happy for her to have it. But then all of a sudden, as this new relationship, she's getting attention from other guys and it's intimidating. It's like, well, why is she even with me? So took a lot of years of trust and to be built up and everything to get to where we are now. Right. Because how do you go from the guy that's super jealous to letting her fuck other guys that are hot as shit. Okay. In front of you yeah. with bigger dicks than you, <laughs> you know, like, yes, that's, that's it. It, it, yeah. Yeah. it's like, and it's, you know, I don't know. A lot of people might think about this and say, how, how does that happen? If, if you love someone and you trust someone, it's, it's not an issue. And I think like over the years, you know, you have all these life experiences with people and you, your love gets deeper and it matures. And it's like, well, this isn't going to stop now. Like, this is real. Like, the mutual, the feeling is mutual, which is, you know, I think a really hard thing to accept when you don't have a lot of confidence. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Are you turned on by what you hear? I know I'm totally turned on by what I hear. And that's why I love Dipsy Stories. Dipsy is an app full of short, sexy audio stories made just for you. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you want to hear stories about two girls or two guys or a threesome or moresome or solo play, you're going to find it on Dipsy. They have hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there's always something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories and wellness sessions and they also offer written stories. And you know what I love about Dipsy the most is their jump to the action button. So if you're really horny and you want to get right to the part where the action starts, you just click a button and it takes you right there. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. When you go to dipsystories.com slash strictlyanon, that's 30 days 
full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash strictly anon dipseastories.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description click on the link to get 30 days of free access well what you're saying is that this would have never worked for you guys in the beginning because in the beginning you were too insecure you had to get to a place where you were secure that your girl was there to stay because and i think that that's the same with everybody i don't recommend opening up i mean some people just go into relationships completely open right from the get-go and they're good to go but i think sometimes if you're going to change things up I think it's much better to build that foundation with the two people first, because I think the biggest fear everybody has is that if you open it up, someone's going to go with someone else and it'll eventually take them away from you. That would be my fear. That, that, that is my greatest fear. Yeah. It was at the beginning. If, it's like, what if she finds someone, someone who's better? What happens if they're a better fit, if they're more compatible? And it's all these Things go into your head. And uh, to be honest, they always are still there to a degree, but they're not a main focus anymore. Yeah, but let me just ask you this, because the way you got talking about opening up your relationship is you were just fantasizing about things together. We fa- Sexualizing. Yeah. Like, we do a lot of role playing, a lot. And we got to a point where I was asking a lot about her ex-partners and like, you know, Tell me what happened. How did you, you know, how did you do him? Was he good? Was he not? Whatever. And and I, we found that it was like a bit of a turn on. And she said to me, like she mentioned in her cast, like she had a threesome years and years ago before she met me. And she mentioned it like maybe three years into our relationship. And I never really mentioned it again because I don't want to talk about it. But as we progressed in the bedroom, I go, let's t- revisit this. And we revisited it and we was like, well, this is really hot. And like, this is what you're doing. And like, you know, you walk into a couple and they're like, come and join me. He's like, this is like every guy's fantasy. So from there, we started using that and using ex-boyfriends and everything to see what's, you know, in the bedroom and the different scenarios. And we liked it. So it sort of was like a natural progression. Yeah, but do you think that that you took your intense insecurity and took that energy and created it like it turned it into a turn on as opposed to insecurity is that what happened because how does the guy that is so like your biggest fear is that she's gonna tell on some level i would think a guy that's super insecure that he's with a girl that's out of his league the biggest fear is she's gonna tell you about an ex that's hot or better best sex and it's gonna make you feel worse but somehow it made you feel horny (laughs) but she did initially and it didn't make me feel great so initially she would say that, like, you know, some of the people in her past were really good. And she would say, oh, you know, we had sex in a, in a cinema and we did, this, you know, had sex in a playground at night. Like, all these crazy things. And it's like, oh, we haven't done too many crazy things. Like, we did a lot, but not that level. And I was like, oh, tell me more. And it sort of, sort of came from... She used to always say that and be in the back of your head to a point where we're really good in our lives and our relationship was really strong. And it's like, well, tell me more about when you're happy and in your memorable experiences and let's make our own sort of thing. So we sort of drew on what she liked in the past and then sort of pushed it forward into the future and, you know, made it our own. Mm-hmm. But so t- take me to that first time. Was she with, I forget, was she with a girl? Like, so when did you decide, like, okay, I'm secure enough to handle you, actually seeing you with someone else? Okay, so I think the point was we did a lot of role playing and we went to a strip club one night. Mm-hmm. And I think it was my wife's birthday. And we got, like, lap dances from the skill. She did. I go, let's buy you a lap dance. She got a lap dance. And then my wife wanted to see me with a lap dance. And we got a lap dance. And we came from that experience really frustrated we wanted more and the left hands you know you you can't do anything you can't touch it was really hot and it's like i want to see this but real not you know fake you know can't touch can't do anything sort of situation so we went home we went back to the hotel and we had like the best sex of our lives after that situation and like this is a major turn on for both of us so how do we do how do we go to the next step 
and how do we do it sort of safely was our concern. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where the, that's where the transactional hiring of somebody felt the most safe for the both of you. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think also keeping in the back of the mind, I'm insecure. If I'm, if it's a transaction in our minds, I feel like there's less chance of anything happening, if that makes sense. She's not going to fall in love with the escort. Oh, she might, but it's very unlikely that they're going to run off and get married and have kids. Yeah, there's also unlikely that he's going to fall for her or she's going to fall for you yeah. because they have other clients. I mean, I, I totally understand why your mind could... Yes, absolutely. So my mind, all of a sudden, is a lot less stressed. Mm-hmm. Like, no, this, this, this is... This is fine. Like, that's not going to happen. What, what's the chances of this going to happen? It's not going to. So you talk that through your head, and then we've said, look, everything that's led up to this is great. And I think a lot of people sort of don't talk about, but for us, the build-up to, you know, the MFM and the threesomes and all that is the best part. There's and probably the planning, sex afterwards, but- right? The sex afterwards is great, mm-hmm. but before the whole teasing and getting there and being excited and being nervous, it's an amazing feeling. And you have so much sex. It's ridiculous. Like we would be doing like two, three times a day and, you know, we're 12, 13 years into our marriage. It's like, it's crazy. And it's this energy you feed, feed off these other people and the anticipation. Yeah. It's the whole thing. It's all about. Well, I know planning doesn't sound sexy, but it is. It's like, oh, we got the hotel room. This is the hotel room. This is really nice. This is the date. Let's pick someone. And you go through it and you see who your wife likes and who she doesn't like. And what she didn't talk about is she has 100% control of who she picks and everything. Mm -hmm. I don't push anyone. I don't suggest anyone unless it's really bad. And I'm like, oh, not them. I think I've only done that once. It's like, not that guy. And that's it. She controls everything. What was the one time? What was wrong with the one guy that you said not? Oh, him? he looked really aggressive. <laughs> oh, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if someone looks that aggressive, I find that if I'm not a big guy, I don't know if things don't go right or we don't like him. We ask him to leave. He just didn't look like that guy that would sort of listen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, I uh, think it's important to follow your instincts, your gut instinct, you know? Yeah, and I don't think my wife wanted to pick him either, but we just said, I'm going to rule this guy out. But she has complete control. The girl, mm-hmm. she looks, and it's the biggest turn on. Your wife's there next to you looking for a girl to play with, or your wife's there next to you looking for a guy to play with. It's really hot. And you get to see her, and you see her smile and giggle and happy and upbeat. It's amazing. Right. Seeing her get turned on yeah. is a big part so of it for you. My my thing is her pleasure, and I'm, mm-hmm. and we've always said that. Like whenever we get somebody there, the focus is on her, what she wants. That's it. Don't worry about me. I'm just there for the ride. I want her to be overjoyed, overwhelmed. This is all about her. Right, even if it's another partner with them. I mean, tell me that first time it happened that you see her, even with the girl, because I don't know. I think some guys will even say they don't even want, even though everyone thinks, oh, uh, uh, two girls and a guy is every guy's fantasy. Some guys that I know, I'm friends with a lot of guys, would be like, I'd be too fucking jealous. Like, I don't even want to see my girl with a girl, you know? Yeah, I know. It's funny you say that. The first girl that we got, she was, like, in love with my wife. Like, she couldn't keep her hands off her. Like, we had her for, like, an hour and a half. It took her five minutes, and she was, like, saying, let's get in the bedroom now. She was, like, licking her, kissing her, groping her. She was, like, fully turned on by my life. And that was hot and scary all at once. Really? If that makes sense. It was, like, it was an overload of, like, well, this girl's really into her. And I was, like, I wasn't expecting that. And I was, like, oh, it's really hot. And it's, and like, you know, and it's hard to say, but it's, like, a fear and excitement. Like, you're right on the edge, and you don't know where this is going to go especially the first time, really nervous. And I have like key, I call them like core memories to my wife. And I say to her, each person we have, there's a core memory. And my core memory with the first girl is that both like the girls, like let's get into the bedroom now. And it's like 10 minutes in and they're both like on the bed and they're like 
ripping off each other's clothes. Mm-hmm. It, it was the hottest image. It's burnt into my head forever. I particularly didn't even like the first girl at all. I think she wasn't my type at all. She wasn't anything. Physically, but that image right. is mm-hmm. so burnt in, it's the biggest turn on. And I just remember that and it was like so hot. Then taking the, each other's dresses off, ripping them off. Like this isn't like unzipping. I was like full on rip it off their tops and just go for it. Right. Yeah, you're getting more descriptive than your girl, which we like. Yeah, no, she, like. <laughs> she, she doesn't like that. She's not like that. I've got the photographic memory. Most women aren't. Most women don't show up with like really dirty details. A lot of times guys are more expressive about those kinds of things though. But I like to have both on because you get a different point of view. Like, look, I'm hearing the same story, but it's very different coming from you. than Oh, it'd be very different from me from what she remembers and takes out of it. Because like, you know, she was fixated on her, the problem with the smell, but it wasn't really an issue with us. Like, from me, my point of view was an issue because I'm watching these two, like, make out, and I've never seen my wife even kiss me like this. This is like, whoa, this is full on. This is, like, built-up tension for the last maybe two, three months of us planning it and then everything coming to a head. Like, everything just erupts. It was amazing. It was animalistic. It was everything you could imagine it was going to be in that first 30 minutes. It was, like, great. Wow. And I guess it's because, of, like you said, you had, it's kind of like if that the, all the buildup and everything was one night of sex. I mean, you had foreplay for months beforehand. Yeah. And it doesn't go, ever you plan it, it never goes how it's planned. Right. And we've learned that. And you have all these plans and we play out all these scenarios and it never ends like that. But it's always fun and it's always good. And, you know, who knows which way is better. <laughs> Right. So, and you got to experience all those ways because if you're good enough yeah. at role playing, it could almost feel very real if you got a fucking imagination. Do you know what I mean? Role playing yeah. is fun. It is. It's a lot of fun, and we go. Yeah, I think we do it really well. <laughs> right. You both have good good imagination. So you remember the the thing you remember the most about is that beginning scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And then the bit that I think was the hardest is when she went down on my wife because that's the first time I really seen intimacy with another person on that level yeah and I think that's a really hard thing to get your head around and this is maybe where we all were worried about mm-hmm. and I remember I had to leave the room for like a minute compose myself and go and sort of remind yourself what's going on it's like this is just fun yeah like I know it's a bad way to say this but we treat the escorts as an extension of our fun mm-hmm. they're like a new toy for her right and so you have to get into that mindset and say, yeah, that's what's happening. This is hot. Like, this is like every guy's fantasy. And my wife was like, enjoying it. Like, she's really loud. <laughs> she didn't tell you this, but she's loud. And okay. she was like, you all want to be in the next room. She was screaming. And this, this girl ate her out so well. Like, I've never, like, better than anyone ever has. Like, better than me. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at that. But she, like, taught me things. It was amazing. And she's, like, <laughs> funny thing is, she goes, she stops, like, five minutes in. And she's, like, she's so juicy. And I was, like, what? And she's, like, yeah, she's so wet. And I was, like, oh. And that was, like, a huge turn on. My wife's, like, really wet. She's eating her out. And she's moaning like there's no tomorrow. It was hot. So wait, did you go back in? Because you said you left the room for a minute. I just left. I got a drink. Yeah like two minutes composing myself, they're going at it mm-hmm. and I came back in. So the first time I was just there meant to watch and that's all I wanted to do. Yeah. Okay, you have fun with the girl. I get to watch. I reckon it's hot. Yeah. My wife's really greedy. She goes, she, you know, halfway through it, she's like, come join. I was like, no, 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 no. And she, you know, and I join sort of, as I think she sort of talks to you. Like I get, get on and my wife like blows me while she's eating in and out by the, by the escort and it's like super hot super erotic and then my wife this girl couldn't keep her hands off my wife and every two seconds she's like making out with her and like in like you know my wife's giving me attention and then the, she's like fighting for my wife's attention and again a little bit overwhelming but really hot as i reflect on it yeah yeah, like, yeah. this girl was so into her it's like she didn't like that my wife was giving me attention she wanted the attention back <laughs> so it was really hot uh, yeah. And from that experience, 
I've I've always said that I I'm not interested in other women. I don't want to do anyone. My wife thinks it's a big con. I think I hear that all the time. They always think we all we want you to do guys because you want to do a girl, or I want you to do a girl, and secretly I want to do the girl. It's like yeah. it's never been here. You got control. You pick the people. Like this person, I would never have picked. But you know, you get who you want. So this isn't for me. And you know, my wife joined in, like getting me involved, and it's like oh, I'm happy to watch. And like they both like give me a blowjob, and my wife's amazing at it. Like it's her secret talent. And we're paying all this money for this girl, and the girl, like you know, they're like sharing me, and like she's really bad at it. I was like, oh, she's just not into me, but she's so into my wife. She doesn't want to do this. This is like her price she has to pay because we're paying her. <laughs> and then she's like stopping, like after one second, and going straight back to my wife. And my wife's like, no, do this. And it was, it was it's quite funny, but it's like here you've got this person who just finds your wife as attractive as I do, and I think that's really hot. And I think as you, your mind accepts everything and understanding this is all happening, it's a really major turn on to think someone sees your wife or your partner or whoever in the same light as you do. Right. So you were able to get turned on by that as well. Oh, yeah. And then after that, like, I my wife's it's like, how do I finish this? And my wife's like, I want you to do me. It's like, oh, okay, but she's here. And it's like, we've never had sex in front of anyone before. We've done it a few times outside and it's been really hot and like maybe being caught. It's like, but we've never done it in front of anyone else. And then we did and it was amazing. And the girl was like, you know, I'm doing my wife doggy style and she's like making out with her and I can just see my eyes like overjoyed with pleasure and it was really hot. So even though the first experience for my wife wasn't great as in her words. Sounds great from your way. It was amazing. It was. (laughs) Yeah. And it wasn't great maybe because it didn't go exactly how we had planned. You know, to make sure she was a little bit smelly. But you know our plan wasn't to pleasure her. The plan was to pleasure my wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. And we achieved it. And and also you got pleasured. I mean come on. It's not like you're not getting anything. Yeah. I mean that's the added bonus. bonus. Yeah. That's right. And that wasn't planned and wasn't expected. And it was a huge bonus. And then once, you know, we finish, we try and get rid of her. And this girl's like so in love with my wife. She's not leaving. Like, oh, <laughs> come on, can you go? She might have been only into girls, that girl, not guys. Oh, uh, yeah. I, look, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. What she was, but she was into yeah. my wife. Yeah. That's for sure. She, like, I, if I wasn't there, she would have been even happier. Um, so we're trying to get rid of it because the thing that I think my wife didn't talk about at all is the reclaiming process. And this is so hard to describe. The sex we had after she left was even better. And like, how does it get better? It just does. Mm-hmm. It was so raw and animalistic and not and sensual and everything. It's like everything all in one. And it's crazy. And it, you know, And that happens all night. It doesn't like this feeling goes away. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, you come off the high, you, you come and that's it, you go to sleep. Yeah. This is like again and again and again and again. This is like so turned on. Everything's at its max and it's heightened and it stays heightened. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure amazing. you're making people think to themselves, like, I want to go try this. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it, it's so hard to describe if you haven't done it. And it's like, it's look, I, I never thought if you told like the, 12-year-old puberty kid of me, his fantasy, I think that this would happen, I would never believe you. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you say, oh, that's only, you know, from movies or whatever. And then when it does happen, it's amazing. But it's even more amazing than what you could imagine. Mm -hmm. Because the whole reclaiming thing and getting back connected with your wife is what you want. And then you're like, she's there at the end of the night and she's with me. Everyone else is left. But there she is laying next to me in my arms. And that I think is like the most, you know, calming and beautiful thing at the whole end of it. And that's what really helped with us going to the next level, which was the guy. Yeah. Tell me about that. Or do you want to tell me about the second girl or, or did you do the oh, guy the second next? girl was like amazing. Like she wasn't as into my wife as that, but she was a bit more into me. What, what was the thing that stood out for that experience? He said there's always one thing. Which one? There's always the, one. Yeah. What's the With her, one? it would be the strap-on that 
the girl you the escort used on my wife. I thought it was really hot. And then my wife wanted to give it a go. And she's always like, I always want to try strap on. And I'm like, you're not doing that to me. <laughs> so okay, here's your chance. <laughs> and she had a go. And then I, and I go, cool. And it was, it was hot watching her like pound another girl. I thought it was really hot. It's like a different side of her. It's a different, like it's a more empowering side. Mm-hmm. And it was really hot. And the girl also, and the escort also fucked her with the strap on too. She did as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was hot as well. My wife didn't like it as much. So I thought it was hot, but it didn't last very long. She didn't like it. That one was a lot more cohesive. The girl was was great. And yeah. I think what my wife didn't say, say anything about this, but my, like I said, my wife gets carried away all the time. And we have rules. And, we, and one of the rules is she's not allowed to kiss guys on the lips. But she can kiss girls on the lips. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. So no guys on the lips, uh, no anal by anyone, and that they're pretty much our rules. That's it. And I, that's it. Two rules. And we've always said that I'm not interested in doing any girls. I don't want to do any girls. Um, my wife's like, oh, what about blowjob? I go, blowjob, that's it. Nothing else. And we're having such a great night. My wife's like, you need to, like, do the, do the escort. You need to now. And I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on. This is not what I, this is not what we've discussed or anything. This isn't, we're not going to break our rules mid, you know, mid time we're doing it. And I think having the escort there, she's like, hold on, you guys told me you didn't want this. I'm not comfortable. And it was really good that she like backed me up because I think if I did do it, if my wife, you know, pressured me into it and we actually, it actually happened, I don't know if that night would have been as successful as it would have been. How do you know? So Why, you think that maybe she would have got jealous or she would have freaked out? Yeah, I don't think she would have liked it. Not at all. Right. Well, I'm going to talk to you guys two years from now and you're going to have no fucking rules, okay? That's what's going to happen. I yeah, have a feeling. Probably. But for now, I think that those rules and boundaries and all that stuff is very good to have in place while you're, you know, dipping your toes in the water and figuring things out. Yeah, I think so. And it's, yeah. it's like a security blanket. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's like this, sure. is, this is, if we follow these rules, we know that we're behaving and we're not getting completely lost in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think it, to lose complete control, I think, would be scary because, like like I said, I, I don't want to lose it. And if you lose the complete control, what's going to happen? Um, but in saying that, we lose a lot of control. But you're always conscious of what you're doing. No, but I'm just going to tell you that uh, most people that I know that open their marriage up, I hear stories at all parts of the, like, uh, book, you know, like I hear it at the beginning, I hear people's stories in the middle, and I hear a lot of people's stories about swinging or opening up relationships at the end. And I would say you guys are very much at the beginner, beginning. This is the first couple of chapters. So you have all these rules. Everybody has yeah. them in the beginning. But successful people that do it for a long time and it becomes like the lifestyle, none of them have those rules anymore. Like they eventually go out. And if you think about it, it makes sense because you, uh, you, the more you do it, the more comfortable you are. So you don't have to have that much control over the situation. It makes sense that you have them now and it makes sense that everybody has them, but it also makes sense that if you wind up being successful at it three years from now, you most likely won't have those rules. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. But I think you also each successful encounter, you get more confidence. Yeah. Not just within yourself, but also within the relationship. So, okay, we're testing this relationship. It's really strong. We've built it up. It's been great. Yeah. For, you know, nine years that we were monogamous, um, had monogamy. And now we're pushing those boundaries and opening it. And it's like, you have to sort of test the waters first. You can't just jump straight into the deep end. And of I think like, we, we use we use that cautious approach. I know some people don't, but you know, no, I have think to it's be realistic. Smart. We've got a, we've got a, we've got a lot on a lot on um what do you call it? a lot at stake here. Like you know, we've got we've got a child, we've got a house, we've got jobs, we've got everything. The whole life that we've built together. We don't we don't want to throw that away. Just for uh, like right, not just to get off yeah. one night. It's it's yeah, definitely right. not worth it for sure. No, I not think worth it. I think everything that you guys do is very smart and thought out, and I think people could learn because some people aren't as thought 
thoughtful and thought out and think things through as much. So I think stories like yours is very helpful for other people because they might be like, oh, I never thought maybe using escorts was good because of that reason. Or, you know, I never realized I should make rules for her because whatever, you know, and a lot of people just want to jump in. But I think yours is a good story, especially because you're only in the beginning chapters, you know, for people that are at that place too or wanting to be there and they're wanting yeah. to start because you they could really learn from you so get back to that girl story so she they that was like good the one thing you remember from that one was the uh the strap on right so now get to the strap. guy you were going to get to the guy okay. right? Yeah. so that was such a success so we're like let's go to the next step mm -hmm. i go i really want to see you with the guy yeah so we've listened we listen to like other podcasts and stuff and we'd hear everyone talk about it and we're like we really should try it now i'm like i think this is it now this is a whole nother thing for you because it's a guy it is. and you're the guy, it's a guy and you're in you know used to be insecure so this is probably a big step for you correct oh yeah it is and it's nervous like it's nerve-wracking and i think all these things are always nervous beforehand there's always an anxiety or a yeah. nervous tension and i think if i didn't get that i wouldn't do it yeah because then it loses its pizzazz. Like, you know, you lose what makes it so amazing. Mm -hmm. So we said, I said, we talk about it. We do a lot of role playing. And my wife's like, oh, I don't know. And I think the point where we sort of were, where I said, I really want, this is it. This is where we've got to jump in. One night, we like, you know, we're vanilla, but we're not vanilla. Like my wife ties me up one night and she's got like a um a dildo that connects to a chair and she ties me up and she does this dildo in front of me and it's like huge while i'm tied up and she makes me watch and i was like dying you know i'm ready to explode all i'm doing is watching her and like this is so hot i go this is what we've talked about this isn't a person this is just an object and i'm so turned on and i like that night we're like Let's do it. We've got to do a guy after that night. That was the moment. You know, she teased me. She did everything right. That's a good role play. Yeah, that's a good role play to kind of test the waters to see. Is that test something the that waters, you're turned see on if by? I like it. Yeah, like, it, you know, maybe you would have saw her, like, fucking this big dick, and you're like, no, nah, I can't. That's too much, nah, you know? But you, if nah. anything, it turned you on, and what a great... Turned me on something shocking. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, we always say, like... Um, your dick doesn't lie. And she's like, do you like it? I go, look at this. And she's like, yeah, okay. So she's like turned on by it. I'm so turned on by it. I'm like, we need to get a guy. Let's do it. And a part of this role play, if I just want to ask you real quick, yeah. a part of this role play is that it's something very big, bigger than you. That's a part yeah. of it, correct? So I like, yeah. I'm, my, my thing is, I don't want you to do a guy that looks like me. You can yeah. just do me. Yeah. Like if you're going to do, some, do something, it needs to be like, something different yes so you know i'm a i'm like mid you know average height sort of guy medium build i'm not muscly at all i've got a dad bod um <laughs> you know i'm all right down there but i'm not you know porn style level and i said like, if we're going to do this do what you want and we need someone who's bigger than me and something that's different to me mm -hmm. so it's either got to be someone who's really muscly or someone who's really skinny. And I was like, my wife doesn't want that. So it would be the muscly one. And I was like, okay, so this is what we've got to do. And this yeah. is what we've got to set out and look for. And there's a lot of planning involved again. So we need to sort of work out who we've got to connect with, who are not. You know, we bought only fan subscriptions to people to see what that actually looked like. We read testimonies that made sure they did couples. We spoke to them and said, this is what we want. And initially, the first guy, that build-up, like, you know, I talked about the girls build up. The guy build up was even better. And it, it, it's a weird sensation to say that, like, my wife enjoyed the girls, mm -hmm. but she wasn't satisfied by the girls. Right. And I, this is it. This is my thing. I want to see her pleasure. I want to see her satisfied. So that's the next step. Now, how did you feel when she was, because I know you guys go looking through the pictures and stuff. How did yeah. you feel? Like I said, you said you felt giddy and it was like hot to see her looking at the girls. Did you have that same experience when she was yeah, looking same. at the guys? Okay. Yeah. 
Yep. And the guys turned her on and it made her horny and like I was a benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So again, we're, do- we're having lots of sex, like two, you know, twice a day, every day. She's turned on, she's sending me pictures, she's talking about it. She's making scenarios up. I'm making scenarios up. It's a real turn on. And I was like, again, and she's like, I'm not sure if we should do it or not. I go, but look at the, the pre, before everything's coming. It's like a huge build up again. It's like the girls, but even better. And I think the excitement of her, I don't, how, how do I say this? I wanted to see her overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I think she had a real good time with the two girls, but she wasn't overwhelmed with pleasure and ecstasy and she wasn't on, you know, floating. Mm-hmm. We, you know, afterwards the reclaiming's great and she floats after that, but we, something else was just missing. And I think this is where the guys came in. And, you know, my wife, like she said to you, she, she doesn't call, you know, she's into, she's straight, but a little bit by, like she likes girls from the waist up. So, now there's someone that she can like the whole body and, you know, the whole thing. And let's see how that goes. Mm-hmm. So the only rule there going in, just to remind everybody, is just no kissing and no anal. No kissing on the lips. Mm-hmm. You can kiss body parts, whatever. Yeah. And no anal. Yeah. Okay. So we, after looking, we find this guy and she's like smitten on him. I'm like, okay. And we like buy his only fans and his things look huge. And my wife's got a real thing about hard dicks. Like, you have to be <laughs> rock hard. Like, <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Rock, rock hard. If it's not rock hard, she's like, no. <laughs> like, no half, no flash, you know, semi-erections. It's like, don't don't bother me. It's like, it has to be rock Okay. Hard. And we watched this guy's video, and he's not really rock hard. And she's like, and she's I'm in an iron about it. She's like, I like everything about him. It's huge. But she goes, she's not, he's not really rock hard and i go yeah i know but he's also filming on a camera for somebody and stuff you know maybe he's nervous you don't know what's happened so we take the plunge and we book this guy and very nervous so the girls was nerve-wracking the second one went really great we weren't as nervous but the guy was like back to the girls super nervous you know pacing around the hotel room and stuff like that and he says he's arrived and I didn't really want to go down and meet him. I wanted to send her. I go, that would be hot. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't feel safe. And I was like, okay, if you don't feel safe, that's fine. I'll come with you. So we came, went downstairs, and this moment is in, you know, is one of my core memories. We meet this guy, and he like, I fucks my wife. I think he was really surprised at what she looked like because she's hot. Yeah. And this isn't his normal day. Mm-hmm. I have pictures. You got me new, new pics of her on. Uh, new pics, yeah. Yeah, even better pics, more pics on my Patreon. I'll tell. Yeah, go on. So this guy, like, I raped her and I'm a bit uncomfortable. I was like, oh, okay, we'll see how this goes. And we went upstairs and my wife's like super quiet. And that could be two things. My wife goes really quiet when she's really happy and excited. And, um, or she's scared. And, you know, like, you know, she told her, I pulled her aside and she's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. She gave me the thumbs up and, we, you know, we spoke to this guy for ages who was super nervous. She was really standoffish with him um, to begin with because I think she was scared and, like, we're all nervous. And, it, like, I don't know, it was, like, 40 minutes in and I'm like, have we got to do something or what? And, like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So we went into the bedroom and I think my wife was, sort of explains this the guy goes we said we don't want anything rough it's all about her pleasure and i'm just going to watch so i like my wife always used to make jokes like when we're role playing that you can sit in the corner and you can watch me and she said this for years and years and now it's like it's coming to reality which is pretty funny yeah but also hot it's like this is what we've talked about for all these years i'm sitting here and i'm watching the guy's giving her a massage and my wife just looks at me and she's like his things rock hard like obviously he's like pressing up against her back while he's massaging her and i can see her really happy and like she goes it's rock hard and she's like smiling like oh great this is this is going good like she's happy with it and then the, the whole night was like perfect she turns around and gives him like the most loving blowjob i've ever seen her give and it was so 
erotic and so hot and it was amazing. And I looked at and I said to her, like halfway through, I go, that's really loving. And she's like, it's amazing, Dick. And I was like, yeah, it's impressive. This guy was huge. I don't think she she sort of talked about it, but this guy was huge and thick and it's like nothing I've ever seen in real life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to be good. Hopefully she can take this. This guy's huge. And the memory, the core memory with this is like she blows in for a bit, he fingers her and she comes and she asks me to come over and I'm like, I'm holding her and talking to her through it and like, at any stage you want to stop, you can stop. And she's like, no, no, I'm liking this. And then the guy's like, okay, you happy for me to go? He was really good. He read the room really well. He's really, um, what's the word? Uh, he was really polite and courteous to like my needs and made sure I was feeling comfortable throughout the whole thing. And the core memory here is when he first like penetrates her. That's like stuck in my mind. It is hot. Yeah, and I mean that's a big I was thing first. Really turned on. Yeah. And this is this is this is maybe like I'm worried he's gonna she's gonna leave. Yeah. And the and like I'm right there watching it right next to my wife. And just her face and the joy and the pleasure like was amazing. And and she, and you know, it wasn't rough or anything. It was really this guy knew what he was doing. And this guy continues to like fuck my wife for a good 40 minutes. I can't do that continuous for 40 minutes. This was a, like, this guy's a pro. Yeah, the, he's given her a show. He really put on a show. And and she was just, like, over the moon. You know, so he's, like, she's on her back and doing her, and she's, like, giving me a blowjob, and she's, like, just looking at me, and she's, like, this is so good. I was, like, okay, good. And, like, just amazing like that memory of that and then he turns and he does it all different ways and at some stage they do doggy and like i said my wife's really loud and she was like screaming and the guy had to stop halfway and he goes is she all right i go, <laughs> I go, I go yeah i go can't you tell he goes, yeah she's really wet but i don't he goes, i don't like she's really loud i go oh she's always like this uh, yeah go, this oh, is yeah. a good thing this is good and he does it really, really well. You know, like to give you like an example, like you know when we're doing when we're doing doggy, like she's on all fours. When it gets really good, her front like drops down, mm-hmm. so just like bum in the air, like you know arms down, bums up, and she went like into that position. And he's like, "Oh, she right?" I go, "Yeah, keep going, don't stop." And he didn't, and she was just like having the best time of her life, having multiple orgasms to the point where like she couldn't move. And it was amazing. And this night just kept going like this. And then I really like to be, and I'm watching all this, and she's in, including me to a part, like giving blowjobs or like just touching me up, and I'm like making out with her. So it's really hot. And at one stage, I go to her, Can you get on top of me? I want to see that. And because I like when my wife's on top, I like her to take control and do it. And, you know, taking charge. She doesn't like it a lot. We both like the other person to be in charge. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a fun, it's a odd mix, but, you know, we take turns. I like, just do it. And she's like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, she does. And again, like, this guy's thing's so big. And, like, the view was amazing. She takes it all. And the hottest thing here is she makes this guy come. And, like, they've been doing it for, like, 40 minutes. And the guy's like, is it all right if I come? And she's like, yeah, do it, do it, do it. And those words like come inside me were so hot. Can't get it out of my mind. And that memory is always like a go-to memory. This was like amazing. Like this is like the best. Right. This is like your fave. This is it. This Mm -hmm. is like the pinnacle. Mm -hmm. And this guy is amazing. So respectful. Is this the famous guy that I know? Like we're not going to mention the names, but she sent me a picture I'm not going to mention the name, but let's just paint the picture because I've seen it. There's a this guy. Isn't the fa- this isn't the famous oh, one. Oh, this isn't the famous one. Okay, so there, but he's he's hot. He's very well hung too, kind of like the other guy, muscly and big. Because I saw a picture of muscly one of them. Muscly big, yeah. more mm-hmm. hung than the other guy. Yeah. Like, this guy was amazing. And like I said, he was really respectful. He knew how to read the room. 
he knew how to read the room. If you wanted someone to do your wife, this is the guy who you wanted to do. Like, he was, like, perfect. Let me ask you this. Did you have, because you guys like to be watched, did you have sex with her in front of him, too? Was that a part of it? No. Okay. No. I didn't. I think for the fact that she needed Got a break. so much. Right. <laughs> like 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah. It was, like, you know, this big thing. <laughs> yeah. She was, like, yeah. And then he, he, like, left. And then the reclaiming, amazing. Again, complete different type of feeling after it. And we did like, I think we did like six times in five hours. It wow. was like amazing. Mm-hmm. And like we didn't sleep. And we we're just on cloud nine. And it could have been a better experience. And like all those people who, that nervous tension obviously dissipate and turns into enjoyment. And you're all like bottled up and it just can let go and everything works. Mm-hmm. It's like the it's pure ecstasy. It's amazing. So that, that guy was like, perfect trough did you use him again or you wound up using someone else right did you ever see that guy someone else i only we've got to go see this the first guy again Mm -hmm. we're we're in the we're in the plans of making a booking now yeah um with him uh the second guy we only changed because we wanted to film it and the second guy allowed filming Oh, so that's I remember the reason that. why we okay. changed. So you wanted a, you wanted a visual. <laughs> I I've got this visual in my head. It's amazing. I was like, I need that on tape. Yeah. Like this is like um, um you know, I don't know. Words can't describe it. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to keep that in. You know, save that memory for when we're old and like, look at this. Do you remember this night? Sort of thing. So like, let's tape it. And that's why we use the other guy. But obviously that one didn't go as well. But do you have a take home moment of that one? I remember, I don't. Oh, uh, yeah. No, there, there is. Like with all of them, there's good and bad and yeah, all. But of course. I think the, 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 the two middle ones, there weren't really bad moments in them. Right. The so it really depends on who you pick. And I think, and this is, I guess, like the gamble with everything. And I think one of the main gambles we get and why we don't use like dating apps or, you know, those apps or go to clubs or anything like that that third person you introduce into your relationship they need to be able to read the room really well and be not the center of attention and i don't like how do you tell like a stranger that isn't a transaction is like you need to piss off now we want our own time and like oh my wife doesn't like that and you know they don't listen and things like that so but people who are more reciprocal of these and like listen to you, the nights are so much more fun. Yeah, of course. It just makes everything easier and it's quicker. It's more efficient, if you ask me. I'm yeah. more in the mindset of you guys. Like, I understand your guys' thinking. Not everybody's the same. Some people don't want someone to just leave. Every couple has their own thing. It's great that yeah. you guys both feel the same way. That's what's always most important is that you're both on the same page of whatever it is you're looking for and how you want it to go down. Some people have to feel that connection. You guys don't and you like it to be that way so it makes sense the way you you, like you're doing it perfectly suited for you guys that's why you've been successful at i mean you know because you've only had good experiences and it's going well yeah Yeah, that's right and like everyone's different but this seems to work really well for us yeah, and the reason why I liked the angle of the story it was a little different in that you just do it with high-end escorts. Most of the time I'm talking to couples who open it up and go on the apps or they go to swingers parties or, or swingers yeah. clubs. And because I do think that other people listening that might not have tried it yet might say, oh, you know what? Like, this makes sense for us too to do it this way. You're lucky to live someplace where it is legal to hire somebody you don't have to deal with that i think that that's a problem here in the states because a lot of places it is illegal but you're in australia correct and it's legal there correct it is correct yeah yeah so there's a difference i think that that's a big thing here last thing you want to do is get busted for that but i do understand that if like you're in australia and you're opening up your relationship you know maybe this makes sense for you because of all the reasons that it works for you guys it would work for someone else it's a really good like starter it's a step into this sort of lifestyle and experiences in a sort you know in a pretty safe environment 
Yeah. What's so? Wait, you have plans to meet with the new guy, the same guy. You're gonna see him again, maybe. Yeah, we're, we're trying to. It's always hard, you know, juggling life, but we're we're in the midst of trying to work out a time and date. But Thomas, so let me ask see. you this: I forget if I asked her. Do you, and mm. do you have any attraction to guys yourself? Are you no, not curi- at all. Okay, so not at all. You like no. to watch, and that's what it's about. It's about seeing your wife pleasured. It's, yeah, and like yeah. even with the girls, I'm not focused on them. I'm focused on my wife. Right. So you're very monogamous, but like you're just like being with her. That's enough for you, kind of. That's it. That's mm-hmm. enough. There's there's no one better for me and that's and I know that and I don't want to experience anything else this is it I want to experience only her and I don't know it's you know when you love someone you love someone and you know if I wasn't so turned on from it I'm sure she wouldn't be doing this because we didn't do it for the first nine years it's just you know being comfortable and safe enough in each other to be vulnerable and let our you know desires to each other known and then being strong enough to sort of live them out together. Mm-hmm. No, as and generous well- enough as well, because you know, I guess for her, it's you know, I, I give her full control, but it also must be pretty daunting. Like, I, like I know she sort of talks about worried about me leaving or how I'm going to react to it, and I always tell her like, "Your dick doesn't lie," and you can see how turned on I am. And she's like, "Yeah, she is." And I and I'm like, and I go, "I see her turned on you. I like, are you like soaking wet? Like, you're turned on." And she's like, "Yeah." So like. You know, we've got towels to know that we're not lying to each other. But it's all about, I guess, the trust and being supportive enough to sort of and comfortable enough to sort of live these things. Because, you know, most people I imagine would have, you know, I listen to your podcast, all these people have all these desires and secrets and stuff. And you just have to find someone who's willing to listen and you feel safe enough to tell. Yeah, and obviously you did because you are kind of extreme in that you were a very insecure guy in the beginning and you're now a guy who loves to see his wife get fucked by a guy with a bigger dick and a better body than him I mean you're like I got a dad bod and you're letting her fuck an Adonis Uh, you know so I think that that's so interesting to hear and you know you're kind of like here to say if I could do that and somebody else can can. right How how did it change your feelings like do you still have insecurities did it make you less insecure oh yeah i still have no i still have insecurities though like you know i'm only human no but i mean within your relationship with her yeah i still think so like like you know she's gorgeous and there's always in the back of my mind you know she's still she's too good for me even though it's 13 years on later you know that's always in the back of your head and i think my wife always says Though I don't get as jealous anymore, which is a good thing and a bad thing <laughs> to her. But it's like, it's fine. I find it really hard now, you know, when guys say that she's hot or something, and, you know, like with her Instagram page, like people comment and she's like, oh, are you jealous? I was like, no, I, I can't be jealous. Like, I've shared you with another guy. Like, if I've done that, I can't be jealous of someone looking at you saying you're hot. Like, that's. To me now, in my brain, that doesn't make sense anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not something to be jealous about. I'd be more jealous if she has a deep connection to somebody and is talking to someone every night and, you know, on a more an emotional level. That's where I think my jealousy would come in. Not from a physical thing, someone like saying, oh, you're hot and you think she's hot. Like, that's, that's hot now to me. It's not a jealous thing. Right. It's now a turn on to you. Yeah. It's, it, you know... If you're going to do these sort of things, you have to separate sex and emotions and love. Like, you can love someone and, or I can say, you cannot love someone and be physically attracted to them and have sex with them. And that's all it is. That's, it's just sex. There's no deeper connection. And I think that's what we're doing with using the escorts. There is no deeper connection. They're nice guys and everything. And the girls are really nice. And I wish them all the best. But, do you know what I mean? Like, it's of not course. a love relationship. It's it's like a physical attraction relationship, um, which doesn't have a lot of meaning. Right. And I think it's it's how you make it in your mind. Like, a lot of people are like, I say, oh, I don't know. I still don't know if I can do it. It's like, it's how you make it in your mind. If you make it into a big thing, it's a big thing. 
But to me, it's like they're two separate things. Like these people don't love her. Right. But what's most important is that if you're going into this kind of lifestyle and you have insecurities to figure out exactly what way is going to work for you and maybe be like you guys and role play it out a lot and see what you might be into and might not be into and then pick the scenario you know the type of situation that works best like I said you guys worked best with this transactional sex that's not always the case with other people but I think like you know talking it out and figuring that out with each other is what's most important you guys yeah like you communication went- is the key yeah, you went from being very insecure to being totally into seeing your wife with other guys. I love the story. You know, listen, it was such a different view from your angle, but super you let your wife's uh, episode. I'll put a uh, uh, link to it here so people could listen to that if they haven't yet. Um, but uh, yeah. your episode could stand alone as a whole other story, but it's the same story, but it's different because it's from your and you know view of things which i think is always interesting to get both views of things we have the girls side of this opening up of the relationship the very beginning phases which i love that's another aspect to it that i love you're not professionals you know you're just starting out um and and we have your side of it too which i think is super interesting because it's a little bit it's different but it adds yeah, another yeah. angle and that people could learn from guys listening and vice versa. So thank you, Thomas, for coming on and sharing your stories and bringing so much more to the story, to your wife's story. Well, thanks for having me. No, thanks for letting me talk. No, thank you, Thomas. Thanks okay. so much for calling in, Thomas. Not a problem. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.